Here's Diva Mahal, direct from Wellington, to tell us about her brand new single, Run Me Through, and about her new EP and tour happening on November 4th. So I haven't heard the EP yet. I've only heard like the one song. So I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of it. Uh, so let's talk about the song that I do know first, Run, Run Me Through. What can, what can you tell me about that? No one can save me now. Got my head in the clouds and I'm spinning out. I was bulletproof till you shot me down. Now you've run me through. Okay, so I recorded it in my bedroom in this very room that you're looking at. Oh, um, cool. And that includes the, the horns, the backing vocals, lead vocals. And then I did track some keys in somebody else's bedroom. And then right. Mike tracked all the um, drums and guitars in his own spaces. So It's amazing what you can do in your bedroom these days. How'd it you get everybody really in there? Is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we got creative, you know. Right, right. Very so, cool. And and how long ago did this all take place? When did you start putting it together? So uh, I think that I started working on this song in the spring of 2022. Mm -hmm. Like winter, I guess. You know, Southern Hemisphere was yep. like a fall, maybe, I guess. Yeah. That, so, that was pretty much all of the seasons there, except for one. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I get confused because, you know. Me too. I just North and South America, I'm like, yep, I yep. Like yeah, I just came back from uh, the States. I was in uh, Nashville for the Americana Fest. So oh, cool. I'm you know, still kind of in the did Northern. Did you see Tammy? I did. Yes. She was the final act on the final night. And she was she was awesome, of course. So, yeah. yeah. She's and I think your, your dad was part of it as well, but I didn't get to see him. So, mm. Yeah, so yeah, there was there was like three hundred different artists performing, so it was tough to catch them all. Yeah, those festivals are kind of hard to get everybody. You know? But it was fun, so there you go. Have you been to Nashville? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that was my first time, so I was. Very yeah, I, I was in in Nashville. I found it to. I, I think the scenery is really beautiful, but I, I didn't really feel super connected to the city myself. Right. Um, but I, you know. Like the first time I really went there, I was really just rehearsing for a tour. So I didn't really see much. Right. And then the second time I was there, I kind of like went down to the strip and I was like, <laughs> this strip anywhere is like never where. Right, right. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but we did have fun. So there you go. Uh, so, so, cool. so, so uh, you didn't tell me anything about this song itself. Run me through. What? <laughs> My powers of evasion. No, I'm just nice one. Um, so yeah, no, the song. You know, I basically got like, like Michael had put together. Michael Howell had put together like a rough sketch. It was kind of like a linear, um, just like vibe that he had put together. And right. I was like, Ooh, Chris, what if we put, we we basically Frankenstein his like one track and cut it up, and we were like. And I was like, this is going to be the hook. This is going to be the verse. This is going to, so we like rearranged the entire thing. And then 
added a bunch of elements to it. So we added, I, I enlisted Louisa Williamson to uh, arrange the horns for it. I right. did all the vocal arranging. Right. We spent a lot of time like building and arranging the backing vocals because I wanted it to be very conversational. Uh -huh. So, um, and also I just love backing vocals so much. I think right. they're like, I, especially when you're thinking about being inspired by classic music, like all of those classic 1940s to like all the way to through the 2000s like all yep, the yep. great r&b tracks have killer backing vocal arrangements sure sure no that was really prominent and important for me and it just kind of sat down and the lyrics really came out naturally also it doesn't hurt that it was like based on real experience <laughs> so, uh, okay so, you know the subject matter is like was pretty present, I guess. Right, right. So it was easy to write. You know, I write from experience a lot. Right, right. You know. Now you mentioned Chris, and that's Chris Withy. Is that how you pronounce it? Withy. And and Michael Howell is the other gentleman who you work with. So how mm -hmm. do the three of you work together? Why do you work together? Who does what? So we work together really because Chris knew Mike, Mikey and. And he was like, oh, I'm working, I've been working and like hanging out, talking with this guy, Mikey, he's a good friend of mine. What do you think of this track that he sent me? <laughs> and that's how right. that came about. And then uh, Chris and I met at a show in Wellington. He was playing with this guy, Jack Page. And so uh, I was down there at Moon and he introduced himself to me. And I was like, cool. And then we hadn't, we didn't really see each other for ages after that. And then he was, he was working with something with my sister and I was like, Oh sweet. I should like hit him up and see if he's down to like do something. And so then we just started, he started coming up to my home studio <laughs> and we would just sit and be like, okay, well, let's try to make something. Okay. You know, no, like future. We didn't really have any like plans for the future. We were just like, can we make something together? Yep. And we did. <laughs> it just turns out that we were really, he's a great engineer. Like uh -huh. I'm, my production um, expertise is more in studio recording. So right. I had started like with logic and I was like working on building beats and I have my little like uh -huh. nano Korg and just like, <laughs> You know, I've got my little mic thrown and, and uh, I bought a um, audio interface. So I just started like teaching myself how to do the basics. And then Chris came through and he's really such a whiz at being an engineer. It also makes a lot of space for me to engineer as well. Like there's no oh, cool. like yep, nobody's... kind of male ego issues. Right, right. Just sit down and, and he's super supportive. So yeah, we'll just like track and we run everything by each other. So we sit gotcha. down and we do it all together. So even if he's engineering, we sit down and we decide on what we're doing through everything. Mm -hmm. So every facet of the track we've touched together as producers and Michael did all the guitar production. He wrote all the guitar parts and like did all, tracked all of that himself. So we yep. just kind of went from bedroom to bedroom. <laughs> cool, really. cool. Yeah. So, so when you're doing the live shows, are they in the band? What What's what's the show going to be? So they are not or? in the band. Mike right. is Mike is in a band called Skila. So okay. he's like not like readily available. And plus I already have a guitar player that I play with called Jules. And um, 
Chris is in Christchurch, so it was just kind of hard to get like yep, several. Yep. It would have meant that I would have been flying three different people from different cities to play for one band, for one tour. So I instead have chosen to work with a Wellington bass player. Oh, cool. All right. And 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 tell folks what they can kind of expect from the shows. Okay. So this show, well, I was actually just t- talking about the stage plot. Like I'm, I want it to have like a real classic 60s and 70s R&B feel, even down to the staging. Oh, cool. And um, they're going to get like a lot of energetic, classic soul inspired, classic R&B soul inspired music that's kind of set in the present. So it's going to definitely be full of like guitars and keys, lots of percussion. There's even some flute in there, lots of backing vocal movement. Um, So there's going to be a lot of energetic songs, but there's also some really beautiful, passionate, slow burning songs. And it's just going to be a really beautiful evening of music. And I feel like it's really balanced and will kind of leave you feeling full and emotionally open. I right. really want to like people want people to leave the show feeling like they've been touched in their heart and they feel empowered and they feel like loved when they leave. Right. So that's my goal. <laughs> that's your goal. It sounds like a good goal. So you've been through some stuff in the like everyone has pretty much in the last couple of years, uh, you know, dealing with all sorts of uh, physical and mental things that are you know, how does how has that changed you as an artist, and how does that translate into what we're going to hear when we hear your music? Uh, well, I mean, honestly, I don't think there's a thing that I write that isn't touched by my experience and how I felt in that moment of what I, you know when I was writing that piece. So they're really going to feel like the depth and the range of, I guess, like yeah, they're going to really feel things that come from the heart. Uh-huh. I try to write as vulnerably as possible. So I want people to also then feel that themselves and feel safe being vulnerable when they listen to my music. But yeah, like, I don't know. I just, I just write me. <laughs> you yep, know what yep. I mean? I just write me and I write about what I've experienced and about people I love and things that I don't love. <laughs> I try to be as straightforward as I as I can, some you know, like with my writing. Right, right. And I, I think I read somewhere that uh, a lot of the stuff, political and social, that's happening in the states, kind of is on your mind as well. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. Five thousand, ten million, thousand percent, because it's kind of hard <laughs> to be like trapped in New Zealand and not be able to like participate through the lockdown. You know. Right. It was the safest place to be, but you also felt like, man, I really wanted to be there and like contribute in a, you know, contribute as much as I possibly could. What would you be doing if you could? Well, I mean, I've done a lot of work with like the Resistance Revival Chorus out of New York. Um, I would have been marching. (laughs) I would have been been demonstrating as much as I humanly possibly could. Um, And so... You know, it's a different kind of trauma, like being here when you're constantly reading every single headline. Yes. That's like, you feel, you know, you feel under attack, but it's like cerebral, you know? So it's, it's a kind of um, fear that you can't quell because your brain doesn't know where to focus. 
mm-hmm. energy to feel safe. So there's a lot of that. There was a lot of that experience for me. You know, it's just like every you never felt safe in in, in your own head. You know, because you just yeah. It's just so traumatizing all the time. So, uh, yeah, there's some songs in there that are are really about that on this EP. And there will also be some songs about, like, what's been going on in the past couple of years, especially with the George, like, everything that kind of moved past Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. And and for me, that was, like, hectic. It was, like, every single day somebody was dying and I was, like, I mean, it still is the case, you know, so it's just like, what do you do? You just got to create music about it. So yeah. on this EP, there's some tracks that are really referencing that as well as the one that's about to come out next year. Uh-huh. Future. So, yeah. And, you know, I just, I just needed to talk about it. And that's my medium to talk about it, you know. Sure, sure. Yep, yep, yep. And um, so the the first EP is due out on November 4th, which is several weeks away. I'm assuming that there's going to be another single or something between now and then. What's coming up next? You would be assuming correctly. Uh-huh. I actually had to film another music video. Oh, cool. Really soon. And it should be out just before the tour. So what's the song? Can you tell me? <laughs> I feel like you got to stay tuned. Okay. We can stay tuned. I can do that. <laughs> I wanted to drop and do not. I like like when I go to a movie. Yep. I don't like to watch the trailers. I don't want to watch the review. I just like to go. Fair enough. To a movie, so I feel like I want you to listen to it and not be told how to feel about it. <laughs> All right. We won't tell anybody how to feel about anything here. But uh, so you mentioned there's two EPs. The, the one that's coming out in November and one next year. Oh, do they have different concepts behind them? Yeah, they do. They're very different. Like the future the future volume two is going to be way more Afrofuturism and modern contemporary sounds. Okay. So sonically, the soundscape is really different. It's going to be using a lot of newer technology, newer instrumentation, like very different vocal arrangements. And um, yeah. Okay. So when you're when you're talking about classic stuff, I'm thinking, you know, you're probably referring to Aretha Franklin or Bill Withers or Wilson Pickett or somebody yeah, like that. Absolutely. So when you're talking about the contemporary so, stuff, but I'm, I'm also guy. talking about like Donna Summer, there's like some right. disco vibes on there. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, what did I say? It's like it's kind of like um Yeah, they're all like bedroom vibes okay <laughs> they're all like they're all like soulful bedroom vibes that you want to either dance to or cry to sounds good or yeah. both at the same time sometimes right yeah absolutely <laughs> i'm not Great. opposed to that <laughs> that's good uh, i'm and, pretty and... sure i've done that <laughs> <laughs> ever on stage how, uh, how, <laughs> how wrapped up do you get i mean when you're on stage kind of recreating what you've done on the record where are you mentally or do you just have to kind of go with the flow or do you have to go somewhere? What Hopefully are you doing? I'm like completely gone. Right. <laughs> and, and totally like succumb to the music. That's the goal to like be in the moment. Hopefully I'm not like thinking about anything other than like where we're at and how it feels. Yep. And hopefully it feels really good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you do you get much interaction with fans after the shows? Do they uh, they want to tell you how they feel? Uh yeah, I do actually, and pretty much 
I get so much beautiful love from the people that write me about my music. And it just, it makes it feel worthwhile doing it because sometimes it's really hard to rationalize it to yourself. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, because it's just, it's hard, it's hard work being independent. It's not, yeah. it's not, a, it's not for the faint of heart, you know? So it feels really good when people are like, man, this like yep. got me through some shit. Right. And this really made me feel deeply connected to you and to whatever I was dealing with or this, or even, I just wanted to, you know, even if it's as simple as like, this is a vibe, mm -hmm. <laughs> even when they send you like a flame emoji, you're like, yes, <laughs> I'm doing my job. <laughs> you know, there's some, somebody, uh, one, some artist, like a logo artist, he said, uh, cooking, <laughs> and then a fire emoji. And yep. I was like, yes, <laughs> reaching the people. You know, it doesn't, it's not always, but sometimes I'll get like a full like paragraph, like essay of what a song meant to them. And, and that just is super touching, but yeah, it's all, it's all beautiful when you get those kind of responses and you know that you're connecting because then you know that what you're doing is worthwhile. Cool. Cool. So the album's out or the EP is out on the fourth. I think mm. you're at the winter garden here in Auckland on the fifth. So we'll correct. be able to see you up there for that. In the Are you coming? Uh, of course. Where else am I going to be? All right. You better be there. I will be there. Get there looking for you. <laughs> all right. And I can't wait to see what you got coming up next now. You got me all intrigued. Yeah. No, it's going to be good. It's, this one's a good one. This is definitely like more heartfelt. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much for telling me all about it and uh, good luck with everything. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to interview me and thanks for supporting my music. My pleasure. Believe me. <laughs>